Welcome back to Weird and Wacky World. And this episode is called, I'm Not Dead Yet. Want to go with that? Yeah, let's go with that. All right. We'll what the hell's it. the matter with that? Well, it was like take 42, so I think we just better go with yeah, that. Well, what the hell's the matter with we that? We only got so much time. So. I don't know. It wasn't that good. No. So what's the episode <laughs> called? My hands. I don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm called, not, I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. It sounds like uh, the Monty Python quote. Yeah. So but it's about near-death experiences. Bring out your dead. <laughs> Bring funny. out your dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> then he cracks him over the head. Oh. You're dead. <sighs> All right. So yeah. So near death experiences. NDEs. NDEs. Everything yeah. has an acronym, right? NDEs. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot on the internet. A lot of stories about. It. I mean, I'm not sure I buy into all of them, but there's some basic things. Even some medical institutions have done research on near death experiences, mm-hmm. and they've got a list of things that you have to fit this criteria in order for them to at least look at it. Mm-hmm. Right? And what is a criteria? Well, mostly there has to be an out-of-body experience, yeah. right? That's part of it. Um, there has to be some type of accurate visual uh, perception or re- recollection. So they have, to, they have to have seen something when and, they're in their out-of-body yeah. experience. And they also have to hear something. Yeah. Right. Right. So there has to be some kind of corroboration from, you know, their their detail of what they saw or heard after they were declared dead. So I guess if somebody came to an operating room and said, yeah, doc, you were wearing your, your leprechaun uh, pajamas. Yeah, exactly. That, that kind, kind of, of blows credibility a little bit. Yeah, exactly. All right, I got you. Okay, so that's, there has to be some type of feelings of peace and Painlessness, they, they feel no pain. Oh, something like we have right now in the world. Yeah, that's peace what, and painlessness. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's exact opposite. So. Uh, there has to be some type of light phenomena, like a bright light or you know something a glowing light uh, phenomena. Now, why why does it ha- why does it have to happen? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, what the hell? I don't know. Yeah, why? Well, I think they found that most of the stories had these in common. And then there's some review of your life, like kind of a, so a rewind. Sit, go sit in a movie theater and watch your, your life story. And You know what's yeah. funny, though? You know what's funny? Why isn't anybody that's, you know, say been dead for like 30 seconds or a minute, or so, they come back and say, holy shit, everything was on fire. <laughs> holy God, get well, me out of here. Well, there are some people that have experiences with uh, perception of hell. Yeah. So we'll get into that, too. Oh. oh, so they didn't die. They just stayed where they were. I guess. Well, then I'd be afraid of dying. You better go to you better go to church and throw a bath in holy water, <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be terrifying, dude? <laughs> yeah, what to think? Okay, when I do croak, I'm going to hell. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Well, you think you're going to go to hell? Well, if all the stories you've told on this podcast, if you can see Cha's face right now. Yeah. It's like deer in the headlights. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's a he's a feared. <laughs> okay, a few other things that were in common: uh, perception of being in another world, off planet, kind of thing. Uh, encountering other beings, not necessarily humans, you know, other beings. They they're called angels. They're called a whole bunch of different things in these stories aliens yeah they have some kind of uh experience of like a tunnel experience going down a long tunnel yeah there you go and and precognition so is that when your car won't start yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) 
But those are all the, the criteria that they found in common to most of the stories. And that list was, was developed by a set of medical researchers and so doctors. This, so you're saying that these stories, they all have these things in common. That's what makes them credible. Because when people... That right? It's probably because they share all the same stories. So that's what I'm saying. But you and, know what? But you're, maybe maybe you read all these stories, you hear all these stories. So when something does happen to you, and it could be an hallucination, right? Could be. Yeah. And there's one story we're going to talk about where the doctor claims that well, it was probably a hallucination because yeah, 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 yeah. you had lost some blood to the brain. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And well, maybe people just want to see that. Well, there was a study not that long ago. It was only a few weeks ago. They said uh, it's an, it's no wonder that people think they experience uh, after death, uh, like an out-of-body thing, because the brain activity after you die is still firing off. Even after you're dead for quite some time, the brain is still somewhat working, should, dare, dare I say? You, yeah, you know what I mean? That's right. Hmm. So all that could be happening. Okay, well, that's all good stuff, but let's tell this one story that kind of throws a wrench into both of those. You're talking about the woman? Yeah, this elderly woman <clears throat> was blind for the most of the latter part of her life, completely blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in the hospital, and I can't remember. She's undergoing some some type of uh, procedure where she's gone into cardiac arrest, and they're around. Yeah, she's, her. she's gone. She's gone comatose, actually. She's comatose, and they're they're around her body, and they're trying to revive her, mm-hmm. and clinically. She's dead, and they're trying to revive her. Resuscitate her, yeah. Yeah. And she recounts herself leaving her body Mm -hmm. and then going over and being by a window that was in the room and watching everything. Yeah. Now, the key there is watching everything. She could see. Because she was blind. Yeah. And now she's watching everything that's going on. Now, she could just say that, but But. something happened. Yeah, a doctor who's working on her. Uh, a pen was in his pocket, and I guess he was trying to perform CPR and pumping her chest for to get the heart going. The pen flips out of his pocket and rolls over toward the window by where she's supposedly observing all this. Good thing that wasn't a junior mint. What? Seinfeld, man. Exactly. Oh, junior mint. Oh, yeah. Then the, junior the, mint. In the, in the operating in the body theater. cavity. Yeah, or, right. or the old big pens with the, you know, the cap with the little... The little uh, thing they can fasten onto your yep. into your pocket because it wouldn't roll very well. No, huh. no. Well, th- thank thank you for that, guys. <laughs> but a pen did roll. Yeah, roll. So, <clears throat> for so they're surprised because she boom, all of a sudden she comes back to life and she's they're they're going to save her. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor comes in later and is talking to her to see how she's doing and and again she she blind again she can't see and. She tries to explain to him what she started to experience during the near-death visions that she had. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? Well, he said you were probably hallucinating because you're you're coma you're in a coma state and you probably had loss of blood to the brain and loss of oxygen to the brain, causing, and you were ha- causing hallucinations. Yeah. you were just seeing what your brain was telling you to see. Yeah. And then she says, "Well, but I saw you drop your pen and it rolled over by the window." And she described the pen too. Yeah, and he was blown away. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, because that's exactly what happened. So, I mean, how do you explain that? Based on what you guys just said a few minutes ago, 
She's a liar. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> good how, guess. How do you make up that shit when it actually happened? Right? Well, especially when you're blind, right? There's you have no reference, so uh, unless you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that's pretty wild story. That's a pretty wild story. It's crazy. Hmm. Now, here's my question: <clears throat> why, yeah. did, why did the doctor go to retrieve the pen during a resuscitation? It was after she was resuscitated. Was it? Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. That kind of bothered me when I read the story the first time. Yeah, she was resuscitated and then she got... Oops, I dropped my pen. I'll be right back. <laughs> I just got to go get my pen. <laughs> no, it was after they, after they got her heartbeat back. And yeah, right. Okay. All right. Stabilized. <clears throat> yeah, so there you go. That's, uh, that's one story. Another story. There's a, there's a cardiologist, a very renowned cardiologist called Pim Van Lommel. And he, he told a story about a man who'd been in a deep coma that later had told a nurse that he recognized her. And he said he, uh, he saw where she had, she had placed his dentures. So this guy's, this guy's essentially dead. Yeah. No brain activity, whatever. And, uh, during the resuscitation efforts, this is when he saw her take his dentures out, put them on the stand, described where she put them, and she, and they were exactly where she had put them, and he had no way of knowing that. So he had an out-of-body experience. Yeah, the only way he would know that is if he was out of body and saw it. And I said, so this story comes from, you know, a renowned cardiologist. This is not this guy. This is this cardiologist that I guess he has multiple reports of this kind of thing happening. Hmm. Wild, eh? Hmm. Some of these uh, near-death experiences report um, leaving their body and traveling through walls. Like some some people have gone through walls into the waiting room where family and friends are waiting. Evan described. And, over, and overheard conversations that there's no way, there's no way that they should have heard and reported back uh, to their family what they were saying. In wow. the other room, and yeah, that that's pretty wild, right? Like, how do how do you explain that? Like, how do you know what to believe? Like, there's so many scammers out there, but some of this stuff can't be explained by somebody trying to scam. It's like they just wouldn't know; it'd yeah. be impossible. But that's why I read a lot of these stories with skepticism, just because it's hard to know what the truth is. But some of the stories are very like so off the wall that. Like the one woman that went through a wall and saw her da- her young daughter was wearing um, mismatched plaids, like something that she never did, yeah. and mentioned it to the girl later. Um, after she, like the, on, on the next visit, she she didn't have the same clothes on, but she reported that right. when she was well near death. I mean, that's just a weird thing to notice. Like what? Yeah. What are the odds? Right. Yeah. Right. And anyway, stuff like that. Like, what do you what do you believe? Is is it made up? Like all of these near death things are are they made up? Well, a lot of these a lot of these stories to go back to uh, people's faith and religion, and it just shows there's life after death. And well, again, we've talked about this before, but what makes one religion right over another? Uh, all humans have souls, supposedly. And there's some kind of, you know, after life or after death experience that these people have. But I don't think it's exclusive to one religion. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. And 
you know, we don't get into the whole religion thing. No, I'm That's just saying touchy... it's, it's not exclusive is what I'm saying. Yeah, just but, because you're of one faith. Like, what is a soul? What is, is, is it energy? Is it, like, what, what is it? Well, they've I mean, actually, That's a whole different topic. They've actually done scientific experiments. What, the weight? Yes. Yeah, I know. And how people's body weight, and they, mm-hmm. they measure the weight, and there's a fraction of, you know, their weight that's lost just after death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they attribute that to the presence and the weight of the soul. Well, they've actually photographed it. <clears throat> yeah, vapor or yeah. light coming from yeah, the body. They've yeah, they've actually photographed it. Are you guys serious? Yeah. Are you serious, Clark? Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> I got a question. Okay. So souls. So, okay, if you do die, it goes somewhere down this hallway, whatever. Where do the new ones come from when you're born? They're recycled. So reincarnation? Yep. Well, I mean, that's what well, a lot ch- of religions believe that. Yeah, right? but so to then, Shaw's point, though, there are always more and more people in the world. That's what I'm saying. Where are the new ones coming from? Or maybe d- other planets. Well, and that's where, if in some of the um, religious scripture, whether where you're looking, there's a is reference to it's called the Hall of Souls, where the, the new souls are taken from this Hall of Souls, where the souls come out of. And when the Hall of Souls runs out of souls, that's when you have Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I just watched a movie called Heart and Souls. Have yeah? you seen that movie? No. Robert Downey Jr., Charles Grodin. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's, uh, it's Is it based on that? It's based on that. These are yeah. people, they all died in a bus, bus crash. And uh, they're supposed to did be... Did you say bush? Bush crash. Did I say bush? Bush. A bush fire. No, <laughs> and Lift a your left arm. Crash. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> so... Anyway, and then they have to be, their, their souls have to be reassigned and somebody screws up at the soul factory and uh, anyway, they all go to Robert Downey Jr.'s character as he's born. And it's a cool movie if you haven't seen hmm. it. It's called Heart and Souls. There you go. But anyway, yeah, so it's based on that. So Reass- I mean, reassignment of souls. But don't forget, I mean, our current understanding and belief and comprehension is based on our understanding of how we are here in flesh and blood on planet Earth with all its limitations. But you take away those limitations and be able to... Don't do that. No, I mean... Don't do that. I mean, we don't understand. (laughs) I mean, we've talked before about dark matter and the folding Mm -hmm. of the universe and multiverse and all that stuff. I mean, we don't know anything about that quantum theory, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So we have very, very limited understanding. Um, So there you go. Okay, Mm -hmm. well... Right. So do you so do you worry about it? Do you start going to church? No. Okay. <laughs> See you in hell. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, no, really? Well, if you believe something's going to be happening to you, well, I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to go to church to have faith. Faith in what? Well, anything you want to believe in. Let's not get into that. I mean, I just like you know. I mean, organize. well, it's a part of it. Yeah. I know. I well, yeah, a lot of these stories do play on, say, this is why you should, uh, you know, have religious beliefs and because God is watching and you don't want to end up in hell. And So are there stories then of um, near-death experiences going to hell? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I think what, how it differs, like the ones that have, have the experience of being pulled, pulled up, you know, to a light or through through the atmosphere, through space. Like and no sense of fear. That's and right. And no pain. And 
Uh, it's all good. They don't want to go back. They're happy to stay where they are. So on the flip side, there are <laughs> ones are saying they're free falling. They're they're falling and they can't seem to stop from falling. They're not being pulled. They're actually dropping. Yeah, and they feel pain and intense heat. And they travel through people. They they say uh, before they go, they go through walls, through people, and then they start falling down into this uh, eternal. Like a vortex, a yeah, fiery vortex. Fiery vortex, and <clears throat> they're control. They have no control. So, eh, I, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of motivation if you come back from that experience to live your life a little differently. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, boy, oh boy, start going to church, see some hail marys. <laughs> Charles is really when, religious, eh? When what are you talking? About? When did you become Roman Catholic? Uh, you'd yeah. be, you'd become religious too if that happened to you. Well, I, I guess it. Yeah, I'm not going there. Yeah, no, me either. Why I'm not? not going there? Well, why? That makes me that what, that would make me feel better. All of a sudden, now no, it would scare the shit out of you. Is what I'm saying. So you're okay. you're going to go back to church to a bunch of child molesting priests? That's yeah, gonna make you yeah. Better. I think I'll avoid that. Thank you. Wow. No, I'm just saying, dude. I mean, you've made reference to the Roman Catholic Church a few times with Hail Marys, and I mean yeah. that's all Roman Catholic. I, I don't even get me started on the Roman Catholic Church. That's not where I would go to find solace and peace. Would I would I try to be a better person? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. For sure. But that's got nothing to do with church or God or uh, or, or Hail Marys. Yeah. I just like I said nothing. before. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It was just a joke. Wow, <laughs> you guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you touched a nerve. Saying. You touched a nerve. No, well, I'm just saying. No, I did yeah, I I touched a nerve. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, so so all these people going to hell. What are, you got some stories about people experiencing descending into hell? Well, I mean, it's pretty generic. I mean, the, the, the stories that I'm looking at. Well, I don't know. They seem different um, to me. Unlike, well, the, unlike the going to the heaven, they're all depicting the same type of experience. The yes. hell side of it, there's a whole bunch of different stories. Yeah, that's true. Some talked about, you know, really toxic smells. They talk about... Uh, intense fear about wanting to grab and they can't grab anything and they're falling and um, there's a whole bunch of different variations. Well, and also there's story that you hear experiences about seeing endless amounts of corpses, uh, skeletons, skulls from uh, from near death experienced survivors. All that sounds so very Hollywood to me. It, it does to me too, you and know? that's why that's why I say like, what do you believe? Like, is it is this so I'm not saying someone didn't have an experience, but are they dramatizing someone? Or are they trying to make shit up just to get attention? I, I, yeah, you got to wonder, right? Mm. You got to wonder. Um, yeah, and it's hard to know what to believe. And, and your brain, I mean, your brain's a pretty powerful thing. Well, most people don't have a powerful brain. Well, I was going to say that's, that's, not, <laughs> but, that's not a but given. It, it, you, it, it will make you see things. Like That's why the hallucinations come in. You think it's real. You think you're experiencing it, but it could just be things that have been in, embedded in you all through your life and what you perceive hell to be. And your brain is like Cha was saying earlier. Even even after a death, after you're presumed dead, um, your brain is still firing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's triggering, you know, thoughts and memories. And it could, this is, could be what you're actually actually seeing. It didn't really happen. I'm just saying. Right? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think there's this documentary on, um, and up, I think it's Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called The Power of the Brain. 
Mm-hmm. And it goes into different things about how your brain condition or your brain becomes conditioned to make you perceive certain things, whether it's real Absolutely. or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Have whenever <clears throat> if you've seen something at a distance and you swear you know what it is, your brain is telling you that's a bear, right? Mm-hmm. But as you get closer, it's a garbage can. Mm-hmm. You know, but your brain pro- is saying, no, that's a bear. You know how many innocent people have been convicted of crimes from eyewitness testimony that is total bullshit? Oh, for sure. <laughs> they believe it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, when, I've always, the whole, the whole thing, we could do an episode just on the brain. It's fascinating. Like, when I tell you guys to think of a cat, you immediately come up with an image in your mind of a cat. You're thinking of one right now. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Probably never close to what I'm seeing. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's what you see mentally. You know what I find fascinating is your brain can come up with an image that you've never seen before. You can manufacture an image in your brain. For sure. That isn't a memory or a recollection. It's a it's a brand new initiated image that your brain has well, that's come up even, with. Yeah, so but, like a yeah, three-headed but, cat with human arms. Exactly. So I see, see one right now, but exactly. I've never seen one before, but there it is. Isn't it wild? I know. Yeah. Or 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 queeks like uh, 160 pounds. Well, I, I sorry, I can't imagine. We've that. never seen it. <laughs> no, you've seen it. 1975, but you've seen it. <laughs> Actually, my brain's even having a hard time conjuring up an image of that. <laughs> Here, conjure this up. <laughs> oh, you know what? Why can't true. we do? Why, you know what? I don't know. I guess I'm depending on what you believe. It could make you fearful of death or not, right? Like, you know when you fall asleep, so some, when you get a good solid night's sleep, you fall asleep and all of a sudden you just wake up and it's like, oh man, the sun's coming on. Like, it, it was almost instantaneous, right? So, so uh, would you almost rather it have it like that? Like you're dead and just... Nothingness. Nothing. You never wake up. A lot of people believe that though. Yeah, that's true. When you die, you die. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing. No, I mean, I don't want to, and I don't want to offend anyone out there, you know, but, you oh, know. Oh, trust me, we have all right. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people that are listening to this are, are religious. A and lot, they have of, a lot of faith, And that's okay. <laughs> that guy, you know. <laughs> but again, that's right. Exactly. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to believe, that's up to you. Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not slamming yeah. anybody for that. No. I'm just saying that, you know. When you die, is it possible that everything just ends and it just everything like you said, John? Mm-hmm. When you go to sleep at night, you yeah, know, and you don't dream, all of a sudden you're just awake again. That's right. What happened to those eight hours or three in your case most of the time? But <laughs> but what happened to that time? Like it's black. Your, your brain just shuts down. No, your brain doesn't shut down. Yeah, I know, but that's when you dream. What, if, yeah. when, what about when you don't dream? You don't remember anything. You wake up and all of a sudden well, you're just awake. your brain's repairing itself. No, the point yeah. is you fall asleep and then you wake up. There's nothing in between. That's what I'm saying. There's no references, no memory of any no, any dreams or anything. You just so, wake up. Yeah, you don't right. remember your dreams? I do. Not all of them? No, not all the oh, time. Oh, not all of them, but I remember a lot of dreams. You know what? If I would have documented my dreams all along, it would be, oh man, what a memoir that would be. Ooh. Oh, I, well, I got some wacky dreams. Really wacky You know, we'll have, have to do another episode on dreams. I'm not sharing my dreams. No? <laughs> no. No, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ever seen the movie Flatliners? Yes. Yes. Remember that movie back in the in yeah. 1990, I think Julia Roberts yeah. and uh, Kiefer. Kiefer Sutherland. That was Kevin interesting, Bacon. actually. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that that was a that was an interesting movie. Well, they're experimenting with NDE there. That's right. They were yeah. they were yeah, letting someone die and then bringing them back. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Put a link on that one there. The Flatliners. Or the, they remade uh, that the trailer. Yeah. I think they remade that. Uh, another version of it. The original's the best though with Julia Roberts. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So is that period when you're asleep? Is that what death is like? Is it just nothingness? Is it? And, well, just, I, I and ho- you just don't I, wake up. Right? I hope so, because no, I know. I'm, I'm good just... half the time. I wake up with a chub, so I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Is that oh. it? There's a mental image I got to get out right now. <laughs> no, that's not good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, whatever you believe, um, there's some pretty wacky stories out there that um, are. They sound pretty convincing, and people are pretty adamant. This is what they experienced, right? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, again, there's only one way we're going to find out the truth. Cha? Kill Queeks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost kill Queeks. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to suggest Cha, but... So was I. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I said, Cha. <laughs> let's, let's flatline them. <laughs> All right. Now nah, we wouldn't do that to you, buddy. Okay. All right. So any more stories there? I mean, there's quite a few stories. Well, I mean, they're going to be... They're all, they're all similar. Uh, you know, a, a bright light... Um, you know, well, that's what makes it spooky. Yeah. But again, I I go back to what I said, like, is that just what they heard? And that's what they think they saw. And is that what their brain is telling them to see? Because that's what they've been told, right? Who was Mm -hmm. the first person to report a bright light? That's what I want to know. Let's go find out. Right. Who, who first reported that? First, yeah. I mean, I have, I have visions of it only because I've never experienced it, but if I had to tell a story about it, I bet you I could do a pretty good job because of what I've been reading and what I've been told and I can recreate it in my mind. So is like passing out similar, your brain shuts down, starts to shut down, right? Well, your conscious brain shuts down. Your subconscious is still active. Otherwise you'll be able to breathe. Okay. But my, I guess my point is... When you're ready to pass out, everything starts to get bright. Well, that's because of the lack of oxygen to the brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, wouldn't you have the lack of oxygen as well if you've actually... Well, that's one of the explanations. And again, yeah, that's right. That's... So, like, that's something almost similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember I was getting blood. It was a while ago, but getting blood. And I never knew, especially the first time, and I never knew I had a problem with blood, like passing out. <laughs> And so she, she was taking blood from my eye. I'm just watching, watching, right? Watching it fill Why up. Why would you watch it? Well, I never knew back then I'd have a problem. Oh, I see. And then she filled up a couple of vials, whatever. And then she comes back to me, are you okay? I said, well, well my, I'm, the, everything's whistling and, and, and you're turning white. She goes, oh my God, come here. Because I, <laughs> I was out. kind of a chunky kid. She didn't want to pick me off the floor, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she hurried up and laid me down and boom, I just got to the thing and just boom. And everything started to go bright and whistling in my ears and poof, I was just gone. So I just, I don't know, something similar. Yeah, my, my son's like that, exactly. Oh, yeah. If, if he has an injection, yeah. any kind of needle, yeah, he'll stand up, boom, right straight down on the yeah, floor. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'd, be, I'd passed out once. That was because of once? alcohol. Huh? That was alcohol. No, he's, that's more than once, that one. Well, that's a different kind of passing out. 
I did that weekly. No. <laughs> when you, you, you did the choke on me. Oh, yeah. Oh. Was that before Dude, or after? That's I, dangerous. We were at, I remember, I remember we were at the back door at the, at the house where we grew up. And uh, uh, I didn't know what I, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about that crap. No, but he put you in a near rake and naked o- choke. Oh, <laughs> says, okay. First of all, de- take quick, deep breaths in and out, really quick, like hyperventilate. Dude, basically. you could have killed the guy. So I'm hyperventilating, <laughs> breathing, breathing. He goes, okay, now hold your breath. So I did. He reached around and uh-huh. grabbed me and put me in like a chokehold <laughs> out like a porch. Dude, are you high? Out like I dropped like a sack of cement. It was it was ridiculous. That, Dude, you could have given brain damage. Oh. Sons of bitches, bumpuses. <laughs> you beat me to it. I said, that could explain some of the brain damage. <clears throat> Why would you do that to me? I just want to see what happened. Dude, well, that happened. Was that before up. or after I roundhouse kicked you to the face? No, I think that was after. <laughs> Great memories. <clears throat> All wow. right. Right, did you have any kind of uh, visions while you were out cold there or no? Uh, no, it was no. nothingness. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. I'd like to say I did. I could have made something up, but I won't. All right. Okay. So, uh, we got any more to add to these uh, NDEs? NDEs. Well, well, like I said to you before, one thing that bothers me with this all these stories about, oh, I saw my my grandmother and I saw this person. Oh, I saw my wife. I saw who all died before, right? And they they're 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 welcoming me and it. There are some people I don't want to see. Like, who gets to determine who you get to see and who you don't get to see? Well, your your list is quickly dwindling of who you'd want to see. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No, I mean, but seriously. I mean, and what what form do they take? What age are they when you see them? How do you perceive them? And it just doesn't all add up to me. You know what I mean? Well, there's one kid that had a near-death experience. He was a young kid. Yeah. And he had these two women that appeared to him, some some elderly women. And it was a long time after this happened. He was going through a photo album with his mother. And he said, I know those two ladies. He goes, how can you possibly? That, those are your, that's your great-grandmother, both your great-grandmothers. Yeah. He goes, those are the women I saw when I was in the hospital. Wow. So he identified him in a photo album. Did he described him perfectly? That was the ones I saw. Well, this one kid also said he saw his sister. Yeah, and his sister was miscarried by his mother a yeah. year before he was born. Right. So again, what form did she take if yeah. she was miscarried? How does he know that How was his know sister? It's, yeah, I just I well, don't know. Did she? Say, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying we're meant to understand all this stuff, but this is the kind of the stuff that makes me go, well, "What the hell?" Well, you know what? Think about the brain. We were talking about the brain earlier. What do they say? You lose ten percent of your brain. Ninety percent of it is unused. That's that's what they say. Anyway. Yeah. That, well, that's up for debate, but we don't know. Okay. But let, I, let's I say it's even relatively close. Yeah. Let's say half. Why? Why does the other half exist? Why? What's it for? Well, you know, I watch a lot of the documentaries and a lot of the animal-based ones, and they talk about how animals have these different senses, and they use like sonar, or they can, Mm -hmm. when migrating birds have different ability to perceive the gravitational pull of the earth and all the magnetic chalk and, and sense what flavor ice cream is in the fridge, that <laughs> yeah, kind of <exactly>. stuff. <laughs> so if animals can use their brains and senses, and they've had way longer time period to develop than humans have, 
I mean, there's some species that have been around for millions of years. We haven't developed our ability to do that type of thing, but I think the capabilities are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but they I mean? can say the same thing about us. They haven't developed their their mouth or their language. Well, actually, they do have language, some of them, I guess. Well, so, I mean, if you watch some of the abilities of some of these animals to do what they do and perceive. and It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You know what? You know the, one of the most fascinating things is to me is a spider that builds a web. Yeah. Perfectly. And... Eh? A web? Eh? Yeah. Perfectly from the center. Do you know how it starts? Uh, no. How they start the web? No. They, they climb up downwind and... Or is it upwind or downwind? I it's remember. upwind, I up, think. Upwind, yeah. And they start to let their silt go. And the yeah. silt goes through the air and then finally attaches onto something. And then they pull it tight. Yeah. And then they let the next one go. That's incredible. And to then me. they go out onto the the web, but and they're, they're just, it's they're amazing. So perfect. I know. I'm, like, wa- I'm watching that animal show that you're talking about. It's on Netflix. Yeah. There's, well, there's quite a few. The first one was on o- an octopus. I mean, that was actually the octopus are crazy, unbelievable. Well, well I, they're they're aliens. So you even surprised like, well, that thing's on Earth with us. Like that thing's their like, ability to change color. To you know what? You got to watch the one that, the one. Best documentary feature last last year was uh, My Octopus Teacher. That was really good. Watch that documentary. Yeah? Oh, yeah. This guy yeah. befriends yeah. Uh, this octopus. It, it's fascinating it is to fascinating. me. I love that documentary. Huh. It's called My Octopus Teacher. That's my recommendation yeah. for you. You oh. know another good animal story? or um, hmm. uh, The thing about uh, bears, how they hibernate, what the bear body goes through. I watched that one just the other day. Un- it's unbelievable. Yeah, I just watched it the other day. Nature is they fascinating. They give birth. They give birth while they're hibernating. It's probably easier. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, right? Anyway, we're getting off topic here, but that those are another good uh, topics for uh, future episodes. Welcome back to Weird and Wacky World. This episode, yeah. let's start a new one right yeah. now. <laughs> All right. So I think that's, uh, yeah. we're getting a little off topic, but we got a couple there that uh, we had uh, oh, yeah, ideas for. Write them down. Did anybody write them down? Yeah, we'll listen to it again. I yeah, can't, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we should mention how we're having a, a return guest speaker, Adrian, is coming back. Oh, the tarot, the tarot episode. Yeah, she was. Uh, she promised to come back to do something about spirits, right, John? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's going to be bringing her pendulum, I guess. Uh, so I, I, I'm not too sure exactly what that's all about. I think if you, you ask anything? questions, it re, it acts, it oh, swings in a certain way or something. Oh. Boat. Oh, oh no! But that's it's not like all. a Ouija board. No, no Ouija no, board. Then she's also bringing um, the crystals. No, no, no. Protect no, no, the, no. the crystals. Oh, oh, the uh, drawing that the your hand will start writing, based on what you're asking. So it's going to be kind of creepy. Ouija board. Well, we're getting close to the Ouija board. One of these, these nights are going to have the Ouija board. No, here. no, no. There's no Ouija board coming here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we're having Adrian back, and that's in a couple, one well, or two episodes yeah, from The now? episode will be released on April 21st. Okay. Yeah, we're going to record it before it. that, but uh, it'll be released on the 21st. There we go. All right. All right. Okay, so we're going to wrap up this episode called... I'm not dead yet. I'm fe- I feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> With Oat, Queeks, and Cha, and the, the Jabber, Jabber Guys. Guys. Remember to go to our website, jabberguys.com, to subscribe to our podcast, Weird and Wacky World, and Inside Rock. <laughs>